It's time to get real with Robin. Join veteran broadcaster Robin Cote and her co-hosts, known as The Collective, as they delve into subject matters that most are afraid to talk about, but need to hear. And now, get ready to get real. We all make mistakes in life. We all make choices that can cause us to go down some pretty dark roads. Sometimes life deals us a crappy hand. But these are all lessons that we can learn from. We can use those mistakes to redefine who we are and create a better outcome for ourselves. We can take ownership of our mistakes and choices we've made to not only grow, but to help others in the process. My co-host today has done just that. From a life as a gang member, drug addict, and convict, to now of worship, advocacy, and acting in faith-based films, he is spreading his message of second chances and redemption by allowing himself to be vulnerable and sharing his journey through the darkness. I've been watching this man for quite some time, and although this is our first meeting in person, I am grateful that he is here to share his inspiring message with us. It's an honor to have in my studio today, Michael Ochotarena, or as he is known to his friends and followers, Ocho. How are you? All right. Thank you. Thank you for um, having me here. Uh, I'm just ecstatic. Uh, first, because I'm able to leave the house, this whole um, corona thing. And uh, second of all, because um, I really do enjoy uh, spreading uh, the message of redemption, second chances, and the the power and love of God, too. So, so it's just awesome to be here, finally get to meet you. Uh, I love what you do, and I appreciate what you do, and I give you nothing but um, high fives and and everything for that. So, well, props right back to you because yeah. you you are one of those inspiring people that has turned your life completely around, and you're doing some amazing things out there in our world today. And that's part of what the collective is. We are the mover shakers and difference makers. And there may not be a lot of people that know about your history. As I said, I've been watching you for a while, and I've learned a lot, but I don't know everything, so why don't we go back a little bit to the beginning right. and share some things about your life starting back in your childhood. What was it like growing up for you? Um, I grew up in, um, I wasn't, I wasn't really, um, I wasn't really, uh, I didn't grow up in a house that had a lot of money and stuff. Um, I grew up in a single parent household, and um, my father was never around, uh, never had anything to do with me and my sister. Um, so I think I, um, developed a lot of anger towards that. Um, I had to, um, go out and, uh, find, uh, some kind of acceptance and my acceptance was through gangs. And, um, back in the day I grew up in the, I grew up in the eighties and nineties. Uh, just like it is today, gang culture was, was pretty high. Um, I did live back and forth, uh, from Tucson um, and also um, San Bernardino, California. And so I, um, I found my acceptance through gangs. I found out that, um, that um, I loved the, the thrill of power. I loved the thrill of intimidating people. I um, lived for it. I, uh, it excited me. And um, if you know me today and um, just from my past, I'm two different people. Uh, really evil person back in the day, really um, a person that nobody actually, I wouldn't want to meet myself. 
and um, to somebody who I am today. Um, so it just got worse this time. I, I was in and out of juvie, uh, the system. And um, I was telling you earlier that when you go into any type of correctional facility, it just makes you um, most of the time a better criminal. So each time I went in, I, I learned more new, new stuff. I, I met more people to, um, to network with um, in doing that bad stuff. Um, and um, my, my, my choices and, my, and the, the stuff I did led me into to more and more trouble. Um, I, I, was, I, I love to hurt people. Uh, I love to rob from people. Um, the sad fact is, is I started getting uh, hooked on drugs while dealing drugs. And um, I'd steal from my own family. And that kind of stuff, I look back and it shames me. I'm, I'm embarrassed of it. I'm embarrassed that I did that kind of stuff to my family. But um, I'm happy that I had a family that's forgiving and was able to forgive me afterwards. But, um, yeah, I did, I did a whole bunch of stuff. I started off small stuff, and I went to heavier and heavier drugs. Um, by the end of it, I was hooked on cocaine and heroin. I would, um, what you call speedball, which is using uh, cocaine and heroin at the same time. Um, in my early 30s, I had two heart attacks, which, um, which is pretty young to have that. And um, it didn't stop me, though. I kept going and going and, um, and did some time. Uh, I was involved in um, some gang culture within, inside and stuff. I uh, got some tattoos uh, all over my face. Um, not proud of either. Had to do horrible stuff. Um, when I was when I was um, dealing drugs, I would threaten people for that money. I would um, I would hurt people to get that money, um, and I loved it. A lot of people um, that have changed have said, "Oh, I um, I regret the stuff I did." Uh, even though while I was doing it, I was sad about it. Uh, when I was doing that stuff, I was not sad about it. I loved it. I loved the fear. I loved, I loved to intimidate. I loved to impose my will, and I loved the respect I got. Um, you look like a pretty intimidating guy just from, you know, don't judge the book by the cover thing, but you do look pretty intimidating, except uh, now he's smiling, so yeah, yeah. not so intimidating. It's only because I'm laughing because... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, do, I can I can look intimidating. I'm covered from head to toe in tattoos. Um, I I have I have the look where I can switch it up from laughing and smiling to to the mean look. Everybody who's taking pictures with me knows that. And um, the fact is, though, is um, when you live that type of life, you get tired of it. Uh, it gets it's the same old stuff every single day. I'd wake up to the same stuff, go to bed with the same stuff. Um, How old were you when you started in the gang life? Uh, I was uh, early teens, early teens, maybe 12, 13. So over 20 years within that life. So over 20 years within that life, wow. um, just same old stuff, same old type of people. I even try and explain to my kids that, um, that you think you have all these friends when you're living that type of life. And I thought I was the most popular person in the world. Uh, I thought people loved me. But when the drugs go away, when the partying goes away, when the free stuff goes away, then you really have no friends. And when stuff gets real is when you find out who your true family and your friends are. And a lot of the time, the people in that life 
they bail on you in a, in a heartbeat. And I explain that to people I talk to and to my children. And the, that type of life, it only leads to two things, uh, either prison or death. And um, I'm all about living now. Um, I've always been a taker uh, in my past, and I'm all about giving now. And I've been, um, like I said, when you get tired of that life, when you get tired of, of I mean, it felt empty. It felt really empty. And, um, and then um, it's just funny because, like, stuff happens uh, or put in your way or in your path that changes everything. And um, I met my wife who uh, drugged me to church. She was a, it was funny because, like, they say opposites attract. And I guess that's true because she's, uh, she was this Christian, Christian woman and um, raised in the Christian church. And, and here I am, a thug, uh, drug addict, drug dealer. And she drugged me to church. And I'm not going to say I wasn't kicking and screaming. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, to hear the power of, of love and redemption and that you can be forgiven for what you've done, and to hear that message that somebody died for you on the cross, um, that uh, that totally changed my perspective, and it changed my my mind on a lot of stuff. And I'd never heard about love that strong and unconditional love, and then the love I, I found for my wife, um, that unconditional love too. Um, never had that in my life, and and it was a good feeling. It was a good feeling because uh, that high that um, you get every single day, um, you're always chasing that first initial high because the next one isn't as good as, as that last one or the first one you ever got. And um, to live like a life where you're giving and you're helping and, um, and you're full of love is like the biggest high I've ever gotten in my whole life. And um, so then... I decided, you know what, I'm going to go out and help others like me or that came from me, that came from the same places that I came from. And um, it just so happened, um, I'm, I'm not letting you talk, I'm sorry. I That's apologize. okay, I'm just letting you roll with it. Yeah, it just so happened that when you're doing good stuff and, and when you change your life, good stuff starts happening back in return, uh, the karma of life, I guess. And um and uh, I was offered to do some fight choreography because I used to be a boxer and martial artist as well. And they, they said, come down. It was a small budget movie called The Z, I believe. And um, I was offered a fight choreography role, like to choreograph a couple fights. They saw the way I looked. They saw that I could act. And um, it took off from there. I just, uh, without even asking or whatever, people started offering me roles. And then more and more famous people started offering me roles. And they liked me. They liked the way I acted. They liked the way that I, um, that they heard my story. And they loved the person I became. And, and they helped me get my SAG card. They helped me get into SAG features. And now um, I'm like one of the, the most, I guess, working villains uh, <laughs> here in, um, in, I guess, this part of the United States. I'm expanding now because I'm going all over the United States acting and stuff and all over all over places I never thought I'd see. But um, then it, it just happened. I, I got into um, a faith-based movie called John Light uh, by JC Films, uh, Jason Campbell. 
and it was co-starring along with Dean Cain, and it was practically the story of my life. Um, a former prisoner finding God and having, having uh, issues outside where people judge him or look at him a certain way, and he questions his faith. Um, the writer, I guess, was I was recommended to the writer. They had already cast someone to be John Light, and when he heard my story and when he when he saw me talk and everything, he was like, you're John Light. And uh, felt bad for the guy because he got fired from the role. For a good two minutes, I was sad. Yeah, but, but it's meant to be. But it was meant to be because that opened up doors where I was able to take the movie, talk at churches, talk at events. Um, people, when, you, when people come up to you and say, you remind me of my son or you remind me of my brother or of myself, and how did you do it? And what did you do? And how do you stay um, clean? How do you stay in this life? To be able to talk to people, be able to give my, my advice, my life story, greatest feeling in the world. And then I'm not one to push God down people's throats because God did it for me. But um, if they do ask, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them about the love of God and what God's done for me and what he can do for you too. Um, so... Well, this it's, thing called life is not one size fits all. Yeah, what yeah. works for one person may not work it, for it, another. And that's and totally, I agree with that. Like, like there, something can help someone that something else can't. Right. And I tell people that too. People are like that too. We're not all packaged the same. Mm -mm. We're all different packages, all wrapped different. And I can reach a group of people that maybe that maybe you couldn't reach. You could reach a group of people maybe I couldn't reach. But um, I always like. Um, Tell people, like, I challenge people, like, go out there and, and do some good and, and, and try and help, you know. Um, uh, it's good to, to watch a movie and feel really good about it and say, wow, that was, a good, that was a good story and look what he did. But then there's another thing to say, to go out there and do it yourself and try and help people too. I, I implore you to, to, to give a good word to that person begging for change at the Circle K. You know what I mean? I implore you to to go talk to that prostitute on the street and say, look, um, Jesus saves, Jesus loves, or what can I do to help you? You know, um, These people need love and uh, they need Jesus, they need love, they need, they need everything that everyone else does. And who knows what circumstances they've been in to, to, to be now where they are. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know, like I said, I'm a Christian. I believe God was out there. Um, it says God was out there amongst the prostitutes, thieves, and and tax collectors, uh, giving him the love, the word of love, and 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 I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna be out there because nobody, nobody is implorable. Nobody is unredeemable. And in my in my eyes, everyone is redeemable. And speaking of being redeemable, let's. Go back a little bit, yeah. because I mean, you you rambled over quite a bit of it, and I wanted to let you get that out. But yeah. we are going to go back and touch yeah. on some of these things. Anything and if, you want to talk about? Okay, if you're not comfortable, just tell me. You know, I'm not going to talk about it. But I want to talk about the gang life a little bit. Yeah, I want to talk about since you were so young when you were involved in all of that. What were some of the things that you were involved with on a daily basis? I mean, what are some of the worst things that you, as a human being, ever did to somebody else? So, um. Gangs are about manipulation. They make you feel you're part of a family. They make you feel like you're the most important thing. 
the, the thing is with gangs, though, you're only important with a, how much money you can bring in or what you can do for them. Um, I, I, did, I ran drugs. I sold drugs. I hurt people. I did a lot mm -hmm. of stuff that um, I'm not proud of. Um, what do you mean and, by hurt people? Uh, I would beat them to, till they were almost dead. Um, I did drive-bys. I, um, shot at people. Um, did you uh, ever get shot? Uh, no, I didn't. Thank God I didn't. Um, but yeah, I, 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 um, I always prided myself that nobody could beat me up and stuff, but that was, that was just pride in my own head and stuff because yeah, there's always someone bigger and tougher and stronger than anybody. You know, and I have to just interrupt you to let everybody know, as he's sitting here accessing those memories, I see what it's doing to him, and it, yeah. it, it doesn't feel good. No, nah, it doesn't feel good no. at all. It, it, if you if only knew um, the regret I feel. and um, I can see it on your face. And the pain I cause to others is, is an unbearable thought, but um, I know I'm forgiven. I know um, in my heart, God has forgiven me. I know my family's forgiven me. And um, I'm going to try my hardest to um, show people I've changed. I'm going to try my hardest to help people in my similar, in my similar circumstance or my past similar circumstance. Uh, because like I said before, um, everybody's redeemable. I don't sit here and say that, oh, this person's not redeemable. This person's beyond redeemable because there was a lot of people who thought I was I was unredeemable and uh, my mom used to pray every single day for me and uh, my grandma who's passed away um, she prayed every single day for me and um, and there was some people that had faith so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say out there if, if you don't feel that nobody believes in you if you don't feel uh, if you feel that um, hopeless uh, Ocho believes in you. I may not know you, but Ocho believes in you because I feel that everybody has that um, chance to um, to change their lives, to do something positive. Um, and now I live for my kids too. I, I don't want them coming. I don't want them growing up in the same the same um, circumstances I grew up in. And and um, I don't want I don't want to see anyone fail. I want to see everyone succeed. Um, like I said, I'm a, I'm a giver now, not a, not a taker, and that feeling's awesome. And that's what it's all about. I mean, think about it. We, we have prison systems for a reason, and they're, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And they're, the recidivism is ridiculous. And when I see you, someone who has actually gone to prison, who has come from that type of background, you're actually making a difference. You're going out there and you're showing people that I've walked this walk. Yeah. I get what you've gone through. I may not be the person who knows exactly where you've been, but I've been there. I've been yeah. to those depths of hell and I've come out the other side a much better person. And um, I go inside, um, well, not now with the whole shutdown, but I, I go inside um, uh, Florence Prison I've gone inside other prisons. Uh, I've been just recently up in North Carolina talking at the jails to both the men and the women. And um, I tell them when I'm, when I'm there, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I talk at churches, I talk at events, I talk at troubled youth, but here I'm home because this is where it all started. This is where I feel I could do the most, um, the most um, 
just to let you know that, that a lot of people in prison just are you know lost and and full of of no hope and um i tell them i'm home uh but yet amongst you not here in the walls and um I just want them to succeed just like I have. I want them to go home to their families and be better fathers, better mothers, um, better uh, human beings, uh, members of society. And I think that's, I think that's a goal that's, that's reachable. Anybody can. Uh, so don't let anybody say you're, un, you're unredeemable, you're um, a nobody, because every nobody is a somebody. Um, what was it like for you in prison? Um, I, uh, I went the easy route and, and did the gang stuff in there as well. Um, but basically you're owned in there and, um, you do what they say. And, uh, like I said, a lot of horrible stuff too, but, um, I was all about respect back in the day and showing me respect and, and now I don't even care about that. I don't like, I don't care if people talking behind my back. I don't care if people say, oh, he does this or whatever for fame and this and that. Uh, I don't do nothing for fame. I do, um, I do only because I've been in that life and I don't want anyone else to suffer what I did and, or to do what I did. Um, I don't want young people to have to do that and waste their lives because I wasted half my life doing stuff I, I, I wish I never even did. But... Um, like I said, I um, that half of my life, though, um, when people ask, well, you know, would you change it? I'm like, no, because um, I've learned a lot. You wouldn't be who you are right I now. I wouldn't be who I was. Right. I, I wouldn't be sitting here right now talking to you. Uh, like a lot of people say, oh, well, get rid of the gang tattoos on your face and this and that. Um, I'm like, no, because it reminds me of who I used to be. Tells your story. Uh, yeah, who I used to be and where I'm never going back to again. It opens doors I could never enter if I was just a normal person. I, uh, when I go inside the prisons, man, I, I, I do have a respect, but it's a different type of respect. And I like that because it's, um, it's a respect knowing that, um, that I've come from where they are and I've succeeded and I've changed and I'm back to help them too. And... Um, Feels good to be able to walk out the doors, though. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, I do have to give a shout out um, to Tracy Kovac, um, who uh, is my president in um, in the Deacons MC Club. I'm 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 currently um, a part of now, and um, I um, I'm happy because they they go out and they they go inside the prisons and talk to prisoners too. They go and help the homeless. They feed the homeless. They do a lot of charity work. We have bike runs, and um, and uh, my mother, the chapter, uh, the head of the mother chapter in California, Speedy. Uh, I give him props too. We are doing a lot of good stuff to help people. Um, I'm proud to be part of um, this MC club, only because we're all about Jesus and helping and. Um, and uh, we joke. That's what that all brought up because we joke a lot because we're like, man, it's good to be out. There. It's good to be back in, but it's good to be able to walk out those doors too. Um, I was a little nervous the very first time I walked in. I heard that clank, 
Oh. And I was like, oh, God, here we go again. But um, The traumatic memories. Nah, but it was, it was, it was good to be out. Um, but it was also good to give the word and also to give hope and, and second chance uh, message, too. When you walk into a church to talk to people, do you, <laughs> I mean, that's, first of all, your appearance once again. Yeah, and, yeah. and I don't see appearances. I see souls. But I can guarantee you most people, you know, so, well, a lot of people will take a look at you and go, yeah. holy, we're in for some trouble. So, so, so that's, what's a, that's, that's some funny stuff right there. Uh, you get judged almost immediately when you walk yeah, through those doors. I, I've done um, some church tours and talks. Um, back in West Virginia, Kentucky, Hillbilly uh, Country, Ohio, North Carolina, <laughs> Tennessee, and people are always like, "We're gonna pray for you because of your appearance and the people over there." And I'm not gonna lie, I had a lot of reservations and um, saying, oh, "They're gonna judge me on my race. They're gonna judge me by the way I look." And um, I, at first, they're hesitant. At first, they're like, "Who is this guy? The way he looks, he looks me." But once they hear my story, they've um, some of them have seen the movie uh, John Light, and once they hear me talk, uh, to see them bust out in tears and to um, and to just come up hugging me and crying and saying you've inspired me, you've inspired me to. I had this one um, one man, and uh, I'll, I'll always remember it too. He came up to me at the end of a church tour. And a church tour basically is with some of the faith-based movies, they tour them around the big churches, little churches. And then um, talk, I give the testimony after the movie, give autographs, pictures, and whatever. And um, I'll never forget, at the end of this one church tour, an older gentleman, a Hispanic gentleman, he had tattoos and full of tattoos, came up to me and was like, I was involved in the same life as you. He goes, and... Um, You've inspired me to talk to my family and to and to reconcile with my family and to um, to continue going to church and to you know stay off drugs and stuff and to hear that you know what I mean mm-hmm. is like oh man like it like, keeps you on the path when people yeah people on Facebook they they send me these messages uh, uh, I know that you're an actor and this and that but can you pray for me or oh. can you pray for my family or can you pray for my son who's going through this. I have multiple people like, like, like texting me on on Messenger saying, saying my son's going through this in prison. Please pray for him, and that that to me is better than any award I can win as an actor. You know what I mean? And, it fills your cup. And any amount of money that I can get paid for being an actor, you know, um, it's just it's it's the most awesome feeling, and um, and you wouldn't realize you wouldn't even begin to realize how, how many people like hit me up saying I'm their role model, their hero, um, uh, that, that God told them that I was, that I was destined for great things uh, to help people and to um, succeed. And, man, it's just humbling, you know. It's just humbling because all the, 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 what I used to think was cool and what I used to think was, was the best of life, is nothing compared to 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 like you said your cup getting filled with this kind of stuff. Well, when we're young, our vision is skewed, especially when we don't have those people around us to give us the proper upbringing. Yeah, and my mom, I'm not gonna, I'm not. Gonna, my mom tried her best. She worked like three jobs, and back then, like you didn't get 
food stamps and welfare. Like, right. My mom was proud. Like she was going to work three jobs. And, we and do I'm the not, best I'm we not, can. I'm not clowning or fronting on anybody who does receive help because there's a lot of people that need help. But that's just who my mom was. She was going to work three jobs and try and support me and my sister. My, I never got no type of child support from my father or anything. So there was no type of help there. But uh, she tried her best, and my grandma tried her best. She even worked cleaning houses back in the day, and um, and it was it. They tried taking us to church and stuff. It was just, it was just. Um, we went down a path. My sister Moore was was the straight and narrow type. Where I, I guess I had a little bit of my father in me, and and tried to do that other stuff. But um, like you said, um, if I wouldn't have lived the life I did the experiences I did I wouldn't be who I was today and um, I'm proud of the person I am today and and yeah I did struggle a lot with forgiveness and could I be forgiven but um, now to know that I am forgiven and that I can help others is wow the greatest feeling in the world now you know I have a curiosity about something so I hope I don't overstep by oh, asking this here question but let's do this <laughs> I, I can't help it we get real here but you know have you ever been able to go full circle and meet up with someone that you did something wrong to that you were able to come to this level of forgiveness between the two of you yeah so um it was funny because my um this is just um not really anybody that I've hurt really bad but uh I was uh at a, my daughter's talent show and um, her teacher was there and this and that and then um, I, w- I said I know that guy from somewhere and then like she was she was like explaining where he went to school and this and that and then he comes up to me and he's like hey, I just want to introduce myself he goes he goes you really were harsh on me and like you treated me I, I guess I would harass him and bully him and beat him up and take his money and this and that and um, and he had he was all about being nice to me still, and and I expected him to be like, oh, but um, I I apologize. I said I'm sorry for the person I am. I'm not that person anymore. Uh, my daughter didn't win first place in the in the competition, <laughs> so maybe that affected it a little bit. But <laughs> but um, yeah, I um, I've come I've come across like not in um, people I've hurt, but I've come across my former. People I used to um, do bad stuff with, and they're like, dude, you're different. You've changed. You're not the same Ocho. Because uh, Ocho, to me, before was a bad person. Everyone knew Ocho. And they said, why, don't you, why do you keep that same name that um, you used to do bad so that you recognize that I used to do bad, but now I'm doing good? You've transformed. That I've transformed. I've, I've evolved. And... Um, I've met, I've, like I said, I've met and come across people I used to do bad stuff with. I used to rob people with. I used to sell drugs, too. Um, and they come up to me and like, dude, you're different. What's wrong? What's, um, and I, tell, I, I use that opportunity to tell them and to tell them about God and come to church with me, man, and, and, <laughs> and experience the stuff that I'm experiencing, man, because you're going to love it. Trust me. Uh, but, yeah, people notice I, I'm different. People notice I'm I could look as hard as I want to look, but I guess I'm that teddy bear inside. Yeah, and, you're uh, very soft-spoken. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, you're this teddy bear. And I used to get upset with them. I'm like, I'm not a teddy bear. But you know what? I'd rather be a big old teddy bear than, than someone that, that um, people hate and someone that, um, you know what I mean, is, is not contributing to society and not doing um, his full potential. 
Well, it even goes deeper than just somebody hating you. You hating yourself for who you were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never thought I would. You know, I used to love myself. I was, I was all about vanity and and stuff. And um, nah, nah. I, I, I for a long time. I uh, afterwards when I decided to change, I struggled with that, with that guilt and stuff. But um, I'm over that now because I feel like this was what God intended me to do and what. My my purpose in life was I'm 42. Uh, I'm gonna. I was just telling uh, you, Robin, that thanks for the compliment when you said that. <laughs> well, you, you haven't met this young fella yet. I was yeah, like, oh, well, I'm not that young. young. You're I'm younger not, than me. I'm not that young, but um, <laughs> but yeah, the rest of my life, um, the rest of my life going forward, I just want to do good. And if I get a good movie role here and there, you know, I me mean, get to act with with one of my heroes. That's another cool thing, you know. It just opens up doors to further my um to further my um my mission in life, which is is not being the best actor in the world, getting the most roles in the world, but um helping people. Well, you're making a difference because you are showing people that you can change. Yeah. And we've seen it time and time again. There's lots of actors. I mean, you're going to be working with one, Danny Trejo. He's such a wonderful man, and he's gone through some pretty rough stuff himself in his youth, and he's very proudly displaying who he was and where he is now and the things that he does. And to meet him, I mean, I met him a couple years ago and I was blown away by the kind of person he is. And when you hear the background stories of where people like that come from, you know, even your story, it's amazing on the transformations that you guys make as a human being and what you're out there doing now to help other people. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's some, it's some place I never thought I'd be. And, um, it um, opens up a lot of doors. Yeah, uh, the one thing is, I think I was put in this acting world is because more doors than possibly I could have ever opened before are opened right before me, and um, and and then now I got a faith based. Um, I was doing uh, all kinds of movie roles, and I still do all kinds. I do faith based, and I do secular. Um, People say sometimes I'm a hypocrite because I, I preach this, but yet I go and do secular movies. You're an actor. That's, You're stepping into and that's, a role. And that's what I tell people. I'm yeah. like, that's my that's my career. I said, I said, look at it this way. Everybody has a non secular job. It's I, how you it's how you it's how you behave while you're like for me it's how I behave on set. Right. Like I could play this leader of the cartel cutting off heads, but you're gonna know that when you meet me in person, I'm the coolest, nicest, down-to-earth, God-filled person that you've ever met. You know what I mean? You're the guy that we want talking to people down out of a fight because you're going to make it all nice and calm for exactly. everyone, right? Exactly, and it's like, it's like, I'm not, trust me, I'm not a hypocrite. I, I just do what I do to support my family, and like I said, it opens up doors. Uh, um, so here I am doing faith-based movies, John Light, uh, Dispatched, and then I got movies like El Coyote where I'm the leader of the... Uh, uh, I'm the one of the assassins of the cartel, and um, and I just feel like people can look at me and say, "Look, look at him. He's changed his life, and look what he's doing." And I want to do that too, you know. Okay, well, you're talking about changing your life, so we're gonna head right back there. You told me off the air that it was like eight years ago 
Yes. Ocho eight. See, it's all fitting. Eight show. Ocho. So. Somebody just told me recently too. The number eight is um, means something about changing. You know. Yeah, or, it's inf- or it's a sign of infinity too. Yeah, so, or rebirth, something yeah, like rebirth. that. And I, I was like, that's awesome because I never knew that. You know. So take us back to that definitive moment when all of that stuff in the past was enough, and you decided to make that change. What was it that was that final straw that broke and said, "Okay, I'm done." I just feel like. Like I said, I felt empty. I felt like a shell. And I'm like, what? I was like 30 something years old already. And here I am getting high every single day. I'd wake up in the morning, and um, my thing was Jack Daniels too. I'd wake up drinking Jack Daniels, and all through the day, I'd be at work. Everyone thinking I'm drinking soda. And here I am with Jack and Coke, and um, go to bed drinking Jack Daniels. And than whatever drug I put in my body too. And um I don't know, it's just it's just like I felt like it was over. It felt like Groundhog Day. Over and over. I was a womanizer before, so it was like so it was like, you know what I mean? To me it was a game with women and this and that and and uh, it just gets tiring. It gets old. It gets stupid. And um I don't know, it was just like Maybe maybe God heard it. Maybe it was just time, and um, I ended up meeting my wife, who I uh, who she hates when I say it, but I attribute a lot of my success and my um, changing to her. I love that a man would say that about his wife. That is so cool. <laughs> and I um I <laughs> I uh, met her, and she inspired me to change. She want I uh, the first person I had to chase in my life. It was funny. <laughs> Like, <laughs> well, she didn't like, want to make it easy for you. Yeah, well, we met at, it's funny because we met at, my son was going to school and with my stepdaughter who was in the same grade. And so I would see her when she'd pick up her daughter and stuff. And I was like, she doesn't have a guy with her. There's no ring on the finger. So I would be, I was kind of like, not stalking, but like, when <laughs> when is a good time to, when is the good time to talk to her and, and to, um, because I never had a problem talking to women before, but this one I was like tongue tied with and. And she goes, I used to remember you'd be staring at me. She goes, who is this weirdo? (laughs) But I guess I had persistence. And um, finally it worked out. We ended up dating. And um, it was the first woman I didn't want to leave. You know what I mean? You light up when you talk about her. I think that is so awesome. I think I moved in right away. (laughs) And and it was just just this feeling like I, um, when you know things are meant to be. She saved you. She saved me. Wow. She took me to church, which was which was the most um, awesome gift she could have given me. Oh, that must have been interesting, introducing you to her family. Oh, yeah, because her family are really, um, I hope they're going to listen today or whatever. They're really religious. And so um, I remember her mom, she, to, her telling me a story, her mom said, don't, don't talk to that drug addict, that drug dealer. And she's like, he's only no good and this and that. And, and now, like, um. I'm one of the family, and 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 um, and they 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 can't even see me that way. So it's kind of funny though. But um, yeah, they they um, I don't think they thought I was gonna do good for their daughter. But um, that's that. It's fun. It's funny that uh, when people first meet me, like you said, they have a perception of me, and they think of me like, oh, this mean um, drug dealer, ex-convict guy. And um, when they when they get to know me, then it's like. It's funny too because I've I've taught um my my kids um I was their soccer coach um, back in the day and um, 
That's going to go over well with the rest and of the parents, And when the huh? parents first saw me, they were like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> like uh, turn around, get back in the car. But once, <laughs> once their, um, their uh, kids were around me and, um, and they saw how I, how I treated the kids, how I treated the parents, they were like, and that we actually were, were undefeated for two seasons. Like, Look at that. It was like, they were like, oh, my God, you're the best. And um, then it's funny because I tell people, yeah, I was also my son's um, Boy Scout leader, true. Boy Scout leader and stuff. And um, it's funny because no one would would say Ocho is a Boy Scout leader. I think um, that's really cool, though. If you if you if you break it down, a coach and a and a (laughs) cub leader. I mean, that's so cool. So it's like I I would never thought I would have done that stuff, but um, it it it's awesome. It's awesome. The life I'm living now, I would never give it up um, in the world. if I die tomorrow, I'm gonna I'll die a happy guy. I'll die knowing that I, I fulfilled what I was supposed to do. I tried my hardest to um give that message out of hope and redemption and um I'm fulfilled. I I people are like, Oh well, you you're probably not gonna ever be fulfilled until you reach that movie star status where you're like in demand and, and high profile movies all the time. And um no, I'm good. If I never get anywhere in my life and I, I continue to do, um, you know what I mean, low sag or, or low budget, I'm happy because I get to get behind the camera. I get to meet new people and, and talk about my life and, and how I've changed. So I'm fulfilled. I'm happy. You know what I mean? I don't need to be famous. I don't need to have all kinds of money. Uh, I have my wife. I have my kids. I have five kids, Mikey, Mariah, uh, Josh, Sean, and Dominic. And that's probably a harder job than anything with having kids these days, right? They're, they're like, you know, they, um, they're my life. I get up every single day. What I do is for them. So, all right, we're coming to uh, pretty close to the end of this thing. So I'm just going to ask Sorry you. Sorry, to no, you're off. no, don't even apologize. <laughs> I like it when people do that. So yeah, yeah. this is great for me because I want people to understand just who you are and where you come from yeah. and what you're doing in your life because it's it's something so wonderful when you can take those experiences and you can go from being a particular type of person and changing who you are to make a difference in this world because none of us are perfect. Yeah. Every one of us has done things that we're not happy about. I come from a background where, you know, I basically had both my parents in the house, but mm. they weren't really there for me. So I had to struggle and learn how to get through this life myself. And I made a lot of mistakes. I lost a child. I still have one child. There's a lot of crap in life that we deal with. And I could have went down that path. We each have our own struggles yes. and our own um, stuff to overcome. And I think we can all do that. I agree. I um, especially want to uh, give a... a a high praise to one of your guests that was on here, Chris Martin. Oh, I love Chris. Um, I, Chris, you know that um, I've been your Facebook friend and we've interacted a few times and I'm proud of you, buddy. Um, I'm proud of what you've done and I only wish you success. And um, I know you're just like me trying to, trying to change the system. So you are, you are an inspiration to me as well. I love that. And I'm going to ask you straight up, for anybody out there listening, what is the one thing that you want them to know about Ocho? The one thing. Uh, that sums up who you are. Um, one thing that um, 
if if anything can define me, it's my love for Jesus, my family, and my kids, and for actually the human race. Because, like, in this especially during this time, this time of confinement, um, of quarantine, uh, we just need to help each other. We need to be loving. We need to be um, a loving people, because selfishness ain't gonna get us nowhere. Um, fear is not gonna get us nowhere. Um, and one thing that can sum up Ocho, I say, is love. Love. Because um, love brought back um, this dried up black heart that was in my chest. And uh, if anything, it's, it's the love of my wife, the love of God, the love of my kids. And he's bringing tears to my eyes. <laughs> Jeez, here we sorry, go. Man, sorry. No, no, no. Don't even apologize for that. I absolutely feel you. And you have such a beautiful heart and soul. Thank you. Thank you. So I cannot thank you, thank you enough for I, being here I and sharing so this with us. I am so honored to be here with you, and um, and I'm grateful that I finally got to meet you in person. Uh, we know we've been Facebook friends for like a year, something like that. Uh, I, a little I just more remember, than a year. Yeah, I just remember you friend requesting uh, me. And, yeah, yeah. And, and watching everything that and, you're doing It's and, just phenomenal. Yeah, and it's been an honor, and I I applaud you on on your show and the and the kind of show you're trying to do. And I wish you nothing but success. Thank you. We're just all out here trying to make a difference, right? Yeah, that's 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 what my goal is. That's what I I believe your goal is, and that's what everyone's goal should be: is trying to make a difference, trying to be positive, trying to help and change. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We're not we're not we're not animals in the an, like we are animals, but we're not like animals in the animal kingdom. We're human beings, and we should be trying to lift each other up. I would agree. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man, that was such an awesome, awesome show with you. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to make me cry right now. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Better me than you. Yeah, better yeah. you than me. I do want to give um, one shout out too. I know I don't, I don't really, um, when I'm doing these type of things, I don't like to promote myself. Or no, movies. I want you to promote yourself because that's is, what um, this is about. There is a movie that I'm really proud of. I just completed and um, it's a faith-based movie as well. It's called The Righteous Twelve. I do play the main villain in that, Phoenix Hawk. But um, I just want to give out because it was it was uh, it's a movie with a message as well, just like John Light and Dispatch, um, JC Films. But um, this movie, Righteous Twelve, is by Avondale Pictures, Chuck Williams, and I just want to give them a shout out because they're trying to do good too and give out positive messages. And hopefully, when this whole thing is over, you'll see it in theaters. And I just think it's cool because they did one hell of a transformation on you just for oh, that yeah, role. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, my kids, I came home with all the makeup on, and they're like, uh, my youngest one was like, uh, so your tattoos come back? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, as soon as I hop in the shower. <laughs> uh, didn't go get laser surgery in one night, but in one day. But, yeah, they did an awesome transformation. I just did another movie, Exposure, which they did the same transformation, and if it, it's kind of it's kind of weird to see yourself without myself without tattoos because I've had them all my life, but um, it's good to know that I can also play different characters that um, that don't have tattoos as well. But I just wanted to do I just wanted to um, shout out the the last movie I did, which I'm really proud of, and can't wait to see it in theaters once theaters do open. That's awesome, and we're gonna have links to where they can find you yes. on on the show as yes. well, so that yes. they know how to get a hold of Ocho. Thank so. you. Yeah, and and don't think because I'm an actor that you can't reach out to me. Um, if you need prayer, if you need just a, if you need someone to to say I believe in you and give you an uplifting um, a message, whatever, 
any churches out there, any any venues that need someone to talk to, um, troubled people, troubled youth, um, I'm available. Um, and and I'm not just saying that anybody can reach out for prayer for for any type of inspiration. I am a humble actor. Um, you're just a humble person. Yeah. You're yeah. you're a good soul, and you're doing amazing things in our yeah. world today. Thank you, thank you. Um, I love I love your show. I love you and now and. I, like I said, nothing but success. For all of us, right? Yes. For all of, for us. All of us. Thank you so much, Ocho, for being here. Thank you. And Thank sharing you. your story. Thank you. We're all human and we make mistakes. We rise, we fall. We make good and bad choices. We can let those bad choices take over our lives and lead us to dark places, or we can use those mistakes to better ourselves. It's never too late to change the direction you are headed in. You just have to put faith in yourself and find your own path back into the light. Everyone deserves a second chance to redeem themselves. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you back here next time and take care. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Robin. Join Robin Cote and her co-hosts, known as The Collective, each week as they delve into subject matters most are afraid to talk about, but really need to hear. Join us next week here on Star Worldwide Networks as we continue to get real.